The insecurities of mankind are the most compelling aspect of his lostness. And with that said, mankind is moving through this life on planet Earth in a state of confusion as to what they are to be accomplishing with their day-to-day existence of living in this life. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to the program. We're in episode 60, titled Plea for Purity. Now, in the last program, we went over some prerequisites of understanding the plan and the separation of flesh and spirit and realizing that this place in time on earth is a temporary stopover. Now, Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. The fact of the matter is that there has to be more to our being than a mere 60 to 80 years, and then nothing? Now, the quote, uh, history always repeats itself, but in such cunning disguise that we never detect the resemblance until the damage is done. That's by Sidney J. Harris. All through the Bible, history is repeating itself. Sin and God's discipline. The Bible says the people quickly forget. In Jeremiah 2.32, Jeremiah says, Can a maid forget her ornaments or a bride her attire? Yet many people have forgotten me days without number. But I love how the message uh, translation puts this verse. The message says, What a generation you turned out to be. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I warn you? Have I let you down, Israel? Am I nothing but a dead-end street? Why do my people say good riddance? From now on, we're on our own. That's what they say. Young women don't forget their jewelries, do they? Brides don't show up without their veils, do they? But my people forget me. Day after day after day, they never give me a thought. Now I want to share, shed excuse me, some light on God's plan and why it is what it is here on planet Earth. God is creating his bride or spouse-to-be. Even before he created anything, he knew what and how the plan was to proceed. God is love, and we can love him back because he first loved us. 1 John 4.19 There is a sanctifying process that is taking place in the lab, if you will. This lab is planet Earth, and what I'm about to tell you is of most importance. Our love for God has to be supreme in comparison to all other loves 
that we share or give to others. Now in Luke 14, 26, it says, If you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else, your father and mother, wife, children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. So what's going on here in the lab? The agape love that God gives us, he is stressing he wants in return. This is where the trials, testings, and temptations separate the bride from the wannabes and the world. Zechariah 13 and 9 says, I will bring that group through the fire and make them pure. I will refine them like silver and purify them like gold. They will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, these are my people. And they will say, the Lord is our God. Look how Paul puts puts it in Ephesians 5, 20, 25 through 27. Paul says, Christ loved the church, his bride, and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. Verse 27, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, so that she might be holy and without blemish. Beloved, remember, you don't belong in this world. You are residents, aliens, living in exile. So resist those desires of the flesh that battle against the soul. That's First Peter 2.11. Now let's not forget, let's, let's understand that he has planted eternity in the human heart. We haven't been created to be here for eternity, and we'll never be satisfied in this, on this planet until we get to the wedding banquet. Hebrews eleven six says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Stories of faith and faithfulness are central to the Old Testament. The writer of Hebrews 11 recalls some of the most memorable examples of how people of faith live their lives. But what is faith? Faith is more than belief. It is trust, assurance, and firm conviction. Ironically, most of those who lived by faith back then never realized the promises of God that he made. Like us, they journeyed as strangers and exiles, longing for another country. We should remember their patient faith 
when we face prolonged hardships and allow the trials we face to strengthen our faith rather than to destroy it. If we are comfortable here and don't face suffering for our faith, perhaps we aren't fully living by faith and looking forward to a future hope. Now I'm going to leave you with this scripture. 1 John 2, 5. John says, But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for this moment that we can come together as brothers and sisters, that we can study your word, Lord, that we can lift you up, that we can grow closer and more intimate with you. Lord Jesus, we've been put here for a purpose. This was planned before the world was ever formed. Father God, and we're right on target because you're sovereign and you're in control. You are purifying your bride. That's what your word tells us. And the trials and temptations and tribulations, they produce patience. And patience produces perfection. Father God, so I lift up everyone, whatever they're going through, listening to this. I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that they would be motivated to be the vessel that dies to self. Father God, that you would inhabit and use their vessel for your glory. Father God, I lift them up right now that their giftings that you've given them, each person has a special gifting. And that gifting is to bring you glory. Father God, so I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they would go forth and even though there are trials, there is suffering, there is affliction, wherever they may be, your word says that you will never leave us or forsake us. Lord, so I just pray right now in your precious name, Jesus, amen and amen. Well, I'd love to hear from you, and you can reach me at Fill the Lamp. That's all one word, Fill the Lamp at yahoo.com. So until next time, I'm Neil Parks.